Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Did you know this podcast is powered by ACAST? ACAST is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know ACAST. It's time you did too. Visit ACAST.com to find out more. ACAST. For the stories. Week four. Hello. Good Hello. morning. It's not the morning, it's the afternoon. But as you know, in podcast land, people could listen, be listening to this at any time of the day, in any year, in any life form. People could be on Mars listening to this in 30 years' time, sleeping in their little SpaceX rocket bunk because they're going on a holiday to Mars and they could be like, you know what, I'm just going to listen to this 30-year-old podcast and if that's the case... Good Martian morning. Good Martian day. Um, to be honest, though, if you're on Mars and you're listening to this, um, I think you've probably got better things to listen to. Just saying. Nah, nah you still got to sleep. you still got to, you know, be a human while you're on Mars because they reckon in 30 years, roughly, that's when people will be able to, like, fly to Mars for a holiday. Like, you just pay. You go, oh, I'm going to pay a million bucks and I'm just going to, you know, go hang out on Mars for a week. 30 years? Uh, nah, too soon. Well, you gotta. There's so much shit you gotta do to set Mars up for a holiday. Like, I don't, don't want to have wrong. to deal with that. I would like to fly in space. Maybe, like I do. I just uh, it freaks me out. Like the whole idea of being in space and flying around in space. Like it's freaking terrifying. But at yeah. the same time, amazing. Like to be able to see, you know, those photos of Earth and like all the galaxies and the stars. Like it would just be amazing. But I don't have any desire to go to Mars. Like of all the planets. That one looks like the worst one. I think space would be weird. I think, you know, because there's anxiety around like, I mean, we know that planes are safe, right? But I reckon spaceships, if you get up to space and something goes wrong, uh, yeah, I don't want to oh, be part fucked. of that. You're dead. You are dead. You yeah, die. like there's no oh, safe crash landing on a, on a river. No. You burn up. You're just you're like, see you later. What about people like... I don't know if there's ever been a case of it, but like, do people get lost in space and then just disappear? Because like, you just you're you thinking just... of the TV show Lost in Space or the movie? Is that a TV show? I've... Yeah, I think it's like two TV shows and a movie. Yeah, I just um, I just can't imagine. You know what I freaking hate? The bloody countries. I'm pretty sure it was Russia. Nothing against Russia in particular, but they were the country <laughs> that was shooting dogs into space and just leaving them out there. What, like a t-shirt cannon with a dog in it? Like a rocket cannon. They were just like, and then it was just this dog in space. I don't even think they landed them again. I think they just left them out there. Wait, so did they put the dog in a in a space suit? I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, maybe not because they don't need to go. They weren't like doing it so that they could spacewalk and go outside. Like they were oh, just really? like, all right. Why did they put the dog into space if not in a space suit to see how they 
How have you never heard of this? Have you seriously never heard of all no. those tests they did with dogs? I think they did it with monkeys as well. Well, isn't but isn't the whole point that the monkeys like fly in the plane? I've seen it. I'm pretty sure I sort of watched a no. TV show like that. Dogs, a dog can't fly a space jet. Monkeys maybe. Dogs can't for obvious reasons. They don't have thumbs. Maybe the monkeys are flying the dogs. The dogs. But don't you feel? Isn't that awful? There's just a dog skeleton flying around space. Oh, that's pretty bad. There's a lot of shit in space, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, space. Junk. There's a Tesla in space. If you want a oh, Tesla, that's right? There's a free one in space. That's right, because they launched it with that dummy guy, didn't they? Like a literal yeah. dummy. Yeah. Elon Musk, hey, what a visionary. What a man. What a lunatic. I mean that in a, in a loving way, of course. A lo- yeah. Lo- um, okay, so we're three minutes in and we've said nothing about what our actual podcast is. Our podcast is. is. Hello, um, welcome to Help Me Ronda. Help Me Ronda. Podcast, where we answer your life questions, whether they are big and scary and tough or whether they're silly and little like help me name my dog. We answer those questions for you and you are our Rondas. If your question is, can I shoot a dog into space? We've answered it already for you. Absolutely not. So if no, we're doing uh, more work than we need to. Yeah, exactly. We've we've given you bonus content without even you asking a question. And so, if you write into us at Help Me Ronda Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, or Help Me Ronda Podcast at Outlook.com, that's our email address. Yes. Um, we will take your question on the podcast, but we will anonymize you by calling you Ronda. So the idea is, you're writing in saying, "Help me." Love Rhonda. Love Rhonda. So if you're listening to this, welcome to the Rhonda family. You are now part of it, whether you like it or not. And uh, if you could uh, give us a review on your favourite podcast app, that would be great. And subscribe. Oh, I've had family leaving reviews because you can oh, leave really? your name. And now I'm like, now I'm like, oh, because I don't think my family's ever really listened to anything I've done right. like this. And now I'm like a bit nervous. Well, I mean. Most of the stuff that we've done is on, has been on radio, right? So if you don't really live in that town, in then you're not going to hear it. But now this exactly. is like beamed out to the world like space. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm putting it on my social and being like, oh, please listen to me. Please like me. Yeah. Blah, and blah, then blah. we talked about things like last week we spoke about bleaching your asshole. So, you know. I know. I know. And like open relationships and stuff. <laughs> and my dad, okay, both my parents have gone and gotten Instagram so they can just so they can follow their oh, the podcast great. page. Well, that's lucky that we didn't we didn't do a thing where we got you to go and bleach your butt on the Instagram or something just for a bit of content. We did float that idea though. We were like, should we should I go out and film myself getting not in a you know a sexy way. No, we won't we won't film way. the whole. We'll just film no, the, you know, the, the, process. the surrounding. And we were like, nah, let's let's maybe not. But maybe that can be the next help me run to how to. How to help me run to how to. How do I get my bl- my butt bleached? I love how I say the next help me run to how to. We haven't actually we haven't even done, done one. Actually, we might do a – we'll do a live actually before we'll I go. We'll definitely do an Insta live. I did. We put up a poll last week um, on the Help Me Ronda podcast Instagram and said, what do you guys reckon? We don't have long to be honest because I'm, I'm out of here in a week, so. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll definitely do it coming up. Okay. Very soon. Okay. Um, but, yeah, four people said, nah, don't do it. Ah, oh, well, they can get fucked. <laughs> no, nah, I think we should listen to the four versus the 300, oh, okay. but whatever. <laughs> should we get into this week? Should we get to our first Ronda question of episode four? Oh, yeah, why not? Let's do All it. All right. Our first question comes from Ronda. Hello, Rhonda. Thanks for your question. Now, this is a long question. I have read it, so it's in my head, uh-huh. but I am live editing as I'm reading. Okay. Okay. Is it okay to settle for someone based on the fact you're at a point in life where you're ready to start a family? He's a great guy. We dated for a short time, but I broke it off as the spark wasn't there. We're still friends and he's a great guy. Uh, He's finishing up school, has a great head on his shoulders, sweet. He treats me well, very thoughtful, made me feel special. Everything you'd want in a partner, just the fire emoji, was missing when it came to the physical stuff. It's just okay. Oh, Um, I'm at a point, I've got a solid job, I've owned my own house for years, I'm ready for a family. Um, I've had some rocky relationships in the past and it makes me mad I don't have that spark with this guy. Whenever I talk about wanting kids, he tells me, hey, we could get back together. You were the one who broke it off. Is this okay to do because of my want for kids, knowing to me it would be more like having a life family with a friend as I don't have that spark with him? Thank you for taking your time to read this. I can't wait to hear your opinions. Love, Rhonda. Oh, that's a tricky one. <sighs> 27, uh, right? Like, what I, about that I, you got a lot of life left at, for, at 27. Do you yeah. want to settle at 27? I don't know. I feel like settling maybe when you're a bit older. 
That would be my thing, perhaps. I I can understand having like a companion. I like you know, like back in the day before people could be properly out and gay. Like there were yeah, certain yeah, yeah. like circles where you know gay people could feel safe, but in the wider wider society, it it wasn't accepted, not even close. So they'd have these companion marriages with women who knew that they were. Oh, you know, I'm from a man's perspective, it was more common for it to be men. Yeah, they'd marry marry a woman. The woman knew that they were just friends. They wouldn't have sex. It wouldn't be anything romantic, but they were great friends. And then, you know, the guy might go off and do what he was doing where he felt safe because it's horrible to think that those people never felt safe to be who what they a, were. What a fucking crazy time, eh? Can you, like, I actually I can't get my head around that that actually was a thing that used to happen. I know. Like, isn't I know. that crazy? It's, it's so sad. And I'm so glad to see how far we've come. There's still. You know, obviously, obviously so much still to go, but uh, like, and, wow. Uh, yeah, and other issues as well, trans issues, all of that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a companion marriages exist. I'm actually watching a show at the moment where the guy came out as gay to his wife and they were like 30 years in with a 25-year-old daughter. Wow. Um, and they're like, all right, we'll just stay together sort of thing. Like we'll just still be married but whatever. So a companion marriage isn't, you know, it's out not the of worst. the question. It's not out of the realm of like, you know, it's not like, whoa, that's crazy. I think to a lot of people, particularly a young Rhonda here who's only 27, um, I think these days we know that you don't have to be 22 and married with a baby sort of thing. No. Like, you know, we can do things later in life. There's no rush. There's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of life to be lived, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I would say though, like, if you're having a companion marriage, like you've got to be pretty clear up front, like, I feel like you're both got to be into it for the companionship. If he's into it for like, oh, yeah, mm. like I'm really into you and she's not, then that's not going to work because, yeah, I mean, sex is a pretty big part of relationships, right? You can't just be like, oh, well, I'll just never have sex again. Totally. Or like I'm going to have bad sex for the rest of my life. Like that's yeah, not what we'll you just, want, is it? I Yeah, I can't imagine being 27 and feeling like I'd be ready to make that decision. Yeah. Um. I mean, I get it. Like a lot of people, you know, you want kids. Like I get it. That's the thing though. I mean, for me, I don't have any burning desire to have children at this point in my life. I know I want them yeah. eventually, but I, I don't know what that feeling is to be like, I just want kids. Like I just want to start a family. I wonder if Rhonda's maybe romanticizing the idea of like, oh, I want a family. I want yeah. kids. Like, you know, why is that? Is there something else that, you know, surely there's other things. There's a lot of pressure, societal pressure on and particularly on everyone but particularly women but on everyone to have a particular plan for your life and a particular mm. timeline and like you've got to mm. get, you know, if you're 30 and you're not in a relationship then it's like, whoa, and if you're 40 and you don't have kids it's like, whoa. But That's crazy. I yeah. reckon just take the pressure. You know what? You don't want to settle for this guy. You're 27 and then in a year and a half – you find someone who's amazing and you have that spark with and then it's like, oh, shit. I would definitely wait, Rhonda. Usually you and I, Jax, we're not usually quite, when it comes to these matters of the heart, I find that we offer advice but at the same time we're never kind of like really cut and dry. But I think in yeah. this instance both of us are just kind of like, whoa, girl, yeah, uh-uh. hold your horses. I would not be settling at 27 just so that you can have kids. It's really great that you have a great relationship with him. Um, I wonder... Maybe, you know, like I think for some people, if you dated a while ago, right, you were quite young, you were still, you know, figuring out what you like in bed and all those sort of things. I wonder if maybe you guys were, you know, had a chat about what you enjoyed in the bedroom and things like that. And you might find that fire again. Oh, well, for the first time, I guess. Well, maybe. And, like, it might be worth, I mean, Rhonda, if you want to try, what I'd suggest is start seeing this guy again. So don't commit to marriage or babies or anything crazy like that. Start seeing him, see how it goes. Um, but try and see if you can maybe build a bit of a spark, do something different. Go have sex in a car outside. Oh, sexy. Do it on a balcony somewhere. Oh, like do something nice. To like get you, you know, break into a farm and do it in the barn or something. <laughs> I don't condone illegal activities, but you know what I mean. You kind of get my drift, right? Like go out yeah, and do yeah, something yeah. really fucking mental so that your heart's beating and you're all sweaty and you're just like, wah, and then you might have the best damn rootin' tootin' time you've Sex ever had in your, your life. life. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, or then you can get into the relationship and go, well, this is still not working. If I'm going to have a relationship with this person, then we're going to have to, I'm going to have to go off with other people. 
from time to time. And I don't know, Rhonda, how this guy would feel about it. It sounds like he's pretty smitten by you, but like maybe you talk about having an open relationship. So you have this companion that's your greatest friend that you raise children with, but then maybe on Saturday nights you go to a swingers club or something and or you meet guys on Tinder or whatever and you go and hook up and, you know, it, it's not out, again, not out of the realm of possibilities. Maybe you um, could explore like is it um, is it polygamy where you have like multiple sexual, like oh, multiple husbands, multiple sure wives? I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I think it's illegal. In okay, city, don't do that. It's illegal. In most places. Okay, Even in don't Utah, worry. Pretend I didn't say that. Because like polygamy is like a Mormon thing. Is it? I didn't know that. Or Church of Latter-day Saints, which I'm pretty sure is Mormonism. I'm sorry, we're from Australia. There's, it's not as big. In, in, in the States I know that there are so many Mormons and everything and it's a lot more You normal. only think that because you saw the musical. Oh, my God. I saw it twice. What a great musical. I'm not a musical person either. Like I do want to see Hamilton because, I'm. you know, everyone wants to see oh, Hamilton. great. But like Book of Mormon, do you know why? It's because it's by the guys from South Park. So it yeah. was just so accessible to me. You know what's me. funny like, though is like – the Book of Mormon, people say it's like, oh, if you want a musical that's like not like a musical, go mm. see the Book of Mormon. But it's actually the most musical musical, one of the most musical musicals you can see. It's just that what do it's you mean? funny. Well, they've got like big tap numbers and lots of oh singing. God, I love and, the tap number. You know, but it's just funny. So it's, you know, it's kind of taking the piss a bit. But it's it's very like if you're like, I hate musicals because I hate dancing, like you're probably going to like the Book of Mormon. But it's funny because there's a lot of dancing and shit in it. Yeah, like I never had anything against musicals, right? Like I was never like, well, I hate musicals, but I was never someone who was interested in them. Like it just wasn't something that ever crossed my mind as, you know, like when Wicked was out and now it's like Frozen. Frozen's the big one in Melbourne at the moment. I'm just like, I don't really have. I've never actually even seen Frozen the movie, so there's no What is wrong with you? What the fuck? It's the the biggest animated movie of all time. Nah, lying. How have you not seen it? Lion King wins. Lion King, oh, nothing will ever beat sake. the Lion King. The Lion King's good, but Frozen, I mean, come on. I just feel like I'm past the point where I can watch it now. Like, it's been too long. I, oh, I can't. no way. No, I don't think I, I love. I love kids' movies. I love kids' shows. Actually, part of the thing that excites me about having kids is that I'm going to be able to, like, have an excuse to watch kids' shows. Mm, and the, my kids that. will probably be like, oh, no, I don't want to watch this. And I'll be like, you'll fucking <laughs> You're gonna sit down and we will watch <laughs> SpongeBob, okay? Oh, SpongeBob's great. SpongeBob's all right. I don't think I identify with any. I think that's the thing when you're a kid and you're watching the kids' movie, kids' shows, you're like, oh, well, this is designed for me. But I, I can't imagine sitting down. Like Bluey, right? Have you watched Bluey? That's I haven't watched big... Bluey. You know what yes. I really like? Teen Titans Go. I'm sorry. What, what a show. Teen Titans Go. That sounds so. It's really good. It's funny. It's fun. Watch it. I don't believe you. It sounds I think it's on Netflix. It's fun. Why? Okay. What goes through your mind? Would you sit down at Netflix, you know, and, you know, go back into your mind's eye, get home from work or it's a Friday night and you sit down and you turn the telly on. Do you literally go and look and go, oh, Teen Titans Go. I haven't heard of that one. That looks like no, a no, good kid No, no, you know show. what I do? It's on Saturday and Sunday mornings. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stick on the cartoons. Oh, my God. Like yep. back in the old days, like yep. TV. Like uh, a kid's oh. WB or whatever. I stick on the cartoons. Looney Tunes, great. Oh, the, like they've old done school it. Looney Tunes? Like no, like I don't want old, old school Looney Tunes, like kind of 90s Looney Tunes. They've just redone um, Animaniacs. Um, if you're in the US, you can catch Who? it on Hulu. Animaniacs, you know, Pinky in the Brain, Animaniacs. Oh, no. They've remade it and it's really good. Oh, that sounds awful. You don't know Pinky in the Brain? I know Pinky in the Brain, Pinky but what's Animaniacs? Animaniacs, anim- 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 you know. Anemone. Anemone. Finding Nemo, great kids film. Still another yes, one. Yes, Finding Nemo is good. Um, Rhonda, sorry for the movie chat. I find we do movie chat a lot. We last it's a week, lot of movie chat. We talked about horror movies. Remember? Yeah. This week it's kids um, movies. What movies will we shows. talk about next week? Oh shit! Sorry, just kicked the hell is that? Stay tuned. Oh, it's just. You know, I don't have a good setup at home. Sounds right? like you I got can... a gong there. Like, dang, no, all right, wrap it up. It's a um. Oh, now I can't find it with my foot. Oh, it's just there's a whole heap of shit under this. Our house is not. When I go looking for a new house, right, I yeah. think I've finally, this is like my fourth place that I've lived in since I moved out of home. And every time I learned another thing about what to look for when you're getting a rental, right, like the yeah. must-have things. So first it was like, 
dishwasher made that. Actually, no, the first house I had there had no air conditioning and it was Oh, uh, I've been in a number of places with no air conditioning and it's very annoying. Yeah, I had to go and sit at the beach because, which I know sounds awful, but I just mean like oh, I how couldn't. terrible. No, 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 but it was so hot that I couldn't be in my house. It, it was one night we were in It was an on apartment. the central coast actually. Oh, uh, yeah, see, we were in an apartment on the central coast with no air con and there was one night, it's probably the same night actually, mm. we were awake and it was like, 2 a.m. and it was oh. like 31 at 2 a.m. Yeah. It was we were like fuck this. So we went down into the car park and we sat in the car with the aircon on, and oh just God. for like 15 minutes, just to like cool down a bit before we could head back up into the. Oh, that's so sad. The sauna to, that it was. The sauna. I used to lie. I had tiles in this house, and I used to just lie on the floor on those hot days. Oh, tiles are great the, for the heat. That, yeah, but still, it's like because you're so hot, it's slightly, it's slightly yeah. like oh, what a relief. But then. You get adapted to the coolness of the tiles, and then the the tile. Then you start sweating because it's like your skin up against something hard. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, you know that my setup in this house isn't great. So basically, I don't have storage in this house, which is what I will look for the next time I go rent. Go look for a rental. It has to have dishwasher. It has to have aircon. Has to have a space for the dog, and it has to have freaking storage. I don't have any storage in this house. I reckon so a lot of new places up. don't have mm. lots of storage. Oh, oh what is that? <laughs> Stop hitting the shit. Look, I'm going to move it. It's it's a jar. It's a glass jar. Why is there a jar on the floor? It's a vase. It's a So I've got my vases and my That's not a vase. Alcohol. It's a jar. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's fr- it's four flowers. See, you know that lovely LVLY? <clears throat> no, I don't know what that Shop. is. Anyway, it's a great one. Rhonda, back to you because you are the star of the show. What was us. Rhonda's question? Rhonda's question was saying, should oh, yeah, I settle yeah, yeah. for a guy because I want a family? What I'd suggest, maybe give the relationship a go, try and spice it up a little bit, have some fun, don't put the pressure on it of like, oh, we're going to have kids and stuff. Just see how you go second time around. But my advice in terms of the settling is, no, I would not settle for a, to be with someone that you're not passionate about at 27 years old. That's my advice. Nice. I agree. 27, give it at least a few more years. And if you really want kids, I don't know, maybe, maybe he could be a... A sperm a, donor. A sperm donor. That's well, it. Well, yeah. Like, would you want to have kids on your own, Rhonda? Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, maybe. people people do that now. Like, you know, you don't have to have a partner to have a kid. So, you know, maybe that's another thing. That way you can still kind of live your life separately. He can still be involved in the kid's life, but you don't have to be married to them. Why do you have to get married to them anyway? Can't you just have a kid with them without getting married to them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Maybe they're traditional in that sense. Maybe that's important to them. And if that is, that's that's totally cool. But yeah, I think you've got I think you've got a few options. But in terms of the idea of just settling, like I wouldn't I, I wouldn't settle for someone and marry them, and have a kid with them. Maybe you could you, do that thing where you're like, um, you know, you know, when you're like in high school or whatever, and you're like, oh, if we're still single by thirty, oh, we're going to get married. You, maybe you could do a pact. That's a good idea. Maybe give it a few more years. You're 27. Yeah. Can you wait till you're 30? Wait till you're 30. I will I will say okay if you're 30. She's 27 now. 30, what's that, three years away? Hopefully we're still doing a podcast then and she can let us know. <gasps> yeah, let us know how you go, Rhonda. I am genuinely keen to hear what you think of what we've said and I feel like if you're asking the question, you probably know that it's, you know, I don't think it's going to be the best thing for your future happiness to just settle for anyone. You deserve your it version of... a fire of, in the bedroom. Definitely, well, it doesn't even have to be fire, but, like, it's, uh, you know... You know, you you want a bit more than just you got you got to want to, and you know it's it's only going to be trouble if right from the start of your relationship, then it's like a, a hassle or a chore to like get it on. Like that's not that doesn't bode well because then you just won't, and then you yeah. won't have sex for the rest of your life. And isn't that a horrible thought? Yeah. All right. Question number two. Two. Uh, This question comes from Rhonda. Hello, Rhonda. Thank you for your question. Thank you. Rhonda writes, Hello, I have a problem. I've lived in my house for six years and my neighbours are snobs. Oh. They don't Mm. say hi to me. They don't courtesy wave when I pull over on my narrow street to let them go first. We've never really had any incidents, but the whole kind of street are kind of snobby and no one really pays me any attention. What should I do to try and create a friendlier vibe, at least between myself and my direct neighbours? Thanks, oh love, Rhonda. I feel we miss, you know, the whole neighbourly thing yeah. was definitely a thing back in the day. 
Like Absolutely. Everyone knew their neighbours. Everyone, like, invited their f- neighbours over to parties and things like that. You could always go over to your neighbours for, like, a bowl of sugar or whatever the, you know, cliche was. Cup of sugar. Growing Actually, up- I called, so my, sorry, speaking of sugar, no. my parents lived down the road and I called them up the other day and I said, I'm out of sugar. You got any sugar? And they, my mum said, why don't you ask your neighbours? And I was like, no. I know. It's Absolutely just not. Yeah, it's just like. I remember growing up, we knew the neighbours because I lived in apartments, right, then we were on yeah, the ground floor. Yeah. So we only had one neighbour where we could see their door because there were, like, different entrances for different parts of the building, right? I think right. that yeah, makes yeah, yeah. sense. Because it was like a spread out. It wasn't a high rise. It was a spread out complex. So there were little houses all over the place. And we knew our next door neighbours and we were very friendly with them. And that was all great. And actually, it was our it was our neighbour who found our dead cat one day on the side of the road. Oh God, traumatizing. That's devastating. Um, but that was really nice. It is really nice to have a relationship with your neighbour. It's funny because my current neighbours at the place I live in now sound exactly like the people Rhonda is talking about. Really? Because so we, we live in townhouses, right? So we actually share a fence and. Both um, they smoke and so do we. So we hear each other when we're outside. So I feel like there's kind of like we share. It feels like you're sharing a space with these people, right? Like yep. it's kind of you know one of the one of the downfalls of you know apartment or townhouse living. It's just you kind of feel very close to your neighbours sometimes. And same thing. I remember the first time I saw them, I was like, we were both like walking towards each other, about to like turn into our front gates. And you know, I always always will look at someone particularly if like you live near them sort of thing, like it's, you're going to see them all the bloody time. So, you know, I looked at them and was ready to do the, you know, that awkward. The mm, little, the little smile, smile, the little head the little, nod, the little, mm, the little, not quite a wave, but a little, yeah, hello. Oh, the worst smile. I hate doing it. Little, mm. But still, yeah, it's like, mm, it's so awkward. Same, same mm. thing you do in the office to people that you don't really know. You do the little, mm, as you're walking past them. Yeah. It's so awkward. But anyway, oh, it's I hate polite, that. And you know, right? You know what's the worst in the office is when people you don't know and they, they're they like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea who you are. Yeah, I, I don't know most people at my work. Like the team that I work in is like very particular and then that's it. Like I don't know anyone in any of the other departments. Yeah. And then like I meet them out and I don't know whether they know me because I read the news so like there's a bit more awareness of like if they work on the same station I do, then they know who the newsreader is because they listen to the breakfast show or whatever. Yeah. Like so sometimes I'll have people be like, oh, hey, how are you going? Same thing. And I'm like, good, how are you? Like, oh, it's so awkward. Oh, Bloody great. office politics. But anyway, so I look, look to do the little mm, at my neighbour and um, they com- they just would not meet my eye, like would not meet my eye. Anyway, so that just started it. Right really? Then. Yeah, like ever since then, like we'll literally be going to the bin at the same time and they just won't look at me and I'm just like, what the hell? Like I think that says a lot about the type of person you are if you can't even do a Maybe they're just shy. No, they're not shy. Trust me, they scream all the time. They're awful. Then when I started getting my magpie family, so if you don't know, I haven't mentioned it on the podcast before, but where I live, we all of a sudden started getting these magpies flying in to eat the leftover biscuits that my dog didn't eat, the dog biscuits, right? And so I was watching them and I'm like, Oh, and so I just started feeding them. Anyway, at the peak, a lot of them have moved away now. We've only got about five that still come by. But at the peak, we would no, I'm not joking, on the fence that we shared with our neighbour, we would have about 15 magpies sitting Jesus. there. And what do birds do? And they don't care about where they do it. They shit. So our neighbour started getting really freaking <laughs> shitty at us because they're bloody bowels. Oh, I'd be pissed courtyard. off if you were getting magpies to come and shit on my lawn. I wasn't getting them to come and shit. I was come, I was feeding them and, you know, birds just shit. It's just what they do. I can understand them being a bit like, oh, God, this is so annoying. Just like I get really annoyed when the mother sits out there on the phone at the top of her voice, like, When Shane and I go outside, right, we'll talk like this. We'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, how was your day? We don't whisper and we don't, you know, but but we don't project our voices. We're talking to each other, not to anyone else. This woman, I'm not joking, will sit. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what I'm going to do for dinner tonight. I was thinking about lamb chops and, oh, fuck, Uncle Barry's really giving me the shits at the moment. Like I can hear everything that they're saying. So what happened was when the birds started shitting on their courtyard, they started aggressively hosing the shit under the fence into <laughs> our space. And now it's a war because we'll be sitting out there sometimes and they'll start fucking really aggressively like, you know, like the hose is on full ball, right, and it just goes 
and it like comes and shoots yeah. up onto like our clothes that are hanging outside and stuff. Like, <laughs> there's a way you can do it. You don't have to do it so aggressively. So now, when they do it, we just fucking you're going right to be you're going to be on a current affair soon. Neighbors at war. Magpie neighbor from hell. Bird lady goes bananas. Um, <laughs> but interestingly, so one day I was oh, here and God. I could hear, so it's a mother and her son who live here. The son's, I think he's 18, so he's he's finished high. See, see how much I know yeah. about, they wouldn't know shit about me because I don't talk at the top of my voice outside when they're outside. Anyway, one day I could hear the mum screaming at the top of her voice. Like non nonstop, nonstop, constantly. I could hear her like banging. We've got like metal gates. Oh she God. was like rattling the gates. She'd obviously been locked out. And I was listening and I was like, ha, sucked in, bitch. And then I had my neighbourly instinct kick in and I went, oh, you know what, if that was me and I was out there, I'd want someone to come out and be like, do you want to use my phone? Do you know what I mean? Like, And so I went out and yeah, I yeah. said to her, I'm like, hey, how are you going? I'm Sasha. We've literally lived next door for two years and it was the first time I'd ever spoken to her. And I'm like, are you, are you, I'm like, are you locked out? Are you all good? She's like, oh, my son's like he's up upstairs and he can't hear me and the bloody door shut behind me when I took out the bin. I'm like, do you want to use my phone? She's like, oh, are you sure? Like, oh, my God, like acting like it was some huge deal. And to me, as like a reasonable human being, I was like, that's not a big deal to me. Like, of course I'm going to let you use my, use my phone. You're my bloody neighbour and you're locked out of your house. And ever since then, they have been much nicer to us. So sometimes you just need to like bridge the gap. And I'm not saying, oh, maybe, Rhonda, you should lock your neighbour out of their house and then offer to be their saviour and be oh, like, here, have idea. my phone and call the locksmith and great you'll idea. be friends. But also at the same time, like... <sighs> Do you need to, like, be, like, good friends with your neighbours? Like, if they're going to be the type of people that aren't going to give you, like, the courtesy, mm, you know? The courtesy smile. The courtesy, mm. We have, we are also in a townhouse and so we have neighbours on the other side. We're sort of the, there's the corner townhouse and then we're the second one and then there's one on, obviously, the other side of us. Mm-hmm. So uh, on on our left we have this young couple who moved in like not long after we moved in. It was just sort of as COVID was hitting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. What the fuck is going on jar. there? I'm definitely not going to move that for the next one. Anyway. you got to move the jar. Was hitting. Yeah, I, I promise I will. Sorry. Continue your story. <laughs> we are a professional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so they are, they, they're probably about the same age as us and they seem really nice but I've never really – the thing, COVID made it hard because I think if it wasn't for COVID, I say this, I wouldn't have done it. But I feel no, like if it, it wasn't for COVID, I would have knocked on the door and be like, hello, we're your neighbours. But I probably really? wouldn't have, to be no. fair. No. I don't think I would have. But I can blame it on COVID. But, I mean, we were going to have a housewarming and I probably would have at least invited them, which I feel like kicks off that neighbourly kind of relationship, right? And then you can have them over for dinner. And Would you go to a um, party, a neighbour's party that they invited you to if you didn't know anyone they knew. As in, so your neighbours, use your neighbours, right, for example, say the tables yeah. were turned and they're like, hey, come to our housewarming party. We're going to have all our friends and family there and you two who don't know anyone. Would you actually well, go? I would never go to something like I, I appreciate that. I the, don't know. Nah. I, I'm just not one of those people who enjoys meeting new people and the idea of, like, walking into a party and it's, no one you know and the only people you know are your neighbours and you don't even know your neighbours that well so it's not like, hey, I'm going to introduce you to like all my uh, yeah, friends that you've heard about. At least if you invite them, that opens the door literally to a bit of conversation and then you can start a bit of a relationship. Even yeah. if they don't come to the party, you've yeah. then got that, okay, I know sort of my neighbours and it's not so awkward next time we see each other or next time I'm locked out of my house or whatever. Yeah. Um, With Rhonda, I just feel like, it sounds like they're just assholes as well, though. It doesn't even sound like it's like, oh, we just like don't yeah, really know well, how to start so, the conversation. Mm. Yeah. So, on the other side, we there was a couple in there, but they moved out ages ago, and the the place has been sitting empty for I reckon at least six months. And I mean, it was kind of annoying because you could see like they whoever the landlord is wasn't keeping you know the the grass mown or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of annoying, but whatever. Yeah. But then, like about two weeks ago. This couple have moved in. Oh no! What's and, wrong with the couple? Oh god, they're so annoying. Why are they noisy? Or are they? Oh, like, they're do they so fight a noisy. lot? <clears throat> they don't fight. It's the 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 male of the couple. I think he's a tradie, and so he like 
rips his car into the backyard and he's That's setting the shit thing up all night. He's gurning oh the house all night long and Go. all day long. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Car neighbours are the worst neighbours. This neighbour, the one that I was just telling you about, the son has this hotted up Holden Commodore that he's obsessed with. It's the oh. ugliest fucking car I've ever seen. And he's obsessed with it. And it's all he talks about. It's all he does. Anyway, um, he will, so it's got a really loud, what's the thing at the back? Is it the muffler where it's like. An exhaust? That one. Oh. Doesn't, doesn't a muffler. muffler muffle? I don't know. I think it I muffles the exhaust. I don't fucking know. Um, he will literally, I'm not joking. And. You know, you've worked in Brecky Radio, right? I still work in Brecky Radio. Yes. And your sleep, yes. whether you're having an afternoon nap or you're trying to get to bed at night, is the most important. Sorry, excuse my dog's tippy-tappy toys in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we are the most professional podcast I think you need a land. different setup for this. I'll figure something out. Anyway, it adds to the ambience, you know. We're, we're real people at home just doing this. Um, <laughs> You know it's how important sleep is to us, right? And he will sit outside. Absolutely. Because we have a balcony. I always keep the window open and he'll sit right out the front of our house and his stupid freaking oh, And, like, it's that. the worst. And he'll do it down in the garage because we the underground garage is next to our house, like the driveway down to it where the last yep. townhouse on the row. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, it echoes up out of the fucking garage. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot, but it's just oh. really... Really frustrating. Car neighbours are the well, worst we, neighbours. We have um, – so obviously I've, I've quit my job now as at Breakfast Radio and I'm mm. now unemployed. Woohoo! Moving Woo. to American Week, whatever. Um, but a couple of weeks ago it was like getting to 8.30 and when, you know, 8.30 is kind of around the time you got to go to bed to get up for Breakfast Radio because, you know, otherwise you're fucked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And anyway, so I'm getting ready for bed and I just hear this – And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And pressure so I hose. like kind of just snuck into, yeah, high pressure hose gurning the oh. fucking footpath out the front. And I'm like, come on, mate, it's like eight thirty. I need I know, to sleep. some people, no, but when you work in breakfast radio and eight thirty to us is late. Like as soon as it hits eight thirty, that's when I'm done for the night. I go upstairs, I have a shower, yeah. and then I get into bed. Like eight thirty is the end of the night for me. Whereas for people who work normal nine to fives. 8.30 is party time. You're having a glass of wine, oh, you're having a chat no. with your, whoever you live with, you're taking the dog for a walk. But for like, And that's the thing. Sometimes it's like when I get pissed off with people making noise outside my window at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I'm napping, right? And I feel so sorry for shift workers. I feel so sorry for <laughs> nurses and doctors and yeah, truck drivers. Absolutely. Because like they have to get a full night's sleep at that time. At that time I'm just trying to get a nap. But at that time, you know, for a shift worker, they're trying to get their entire night's rest during the day. And there's people mowing their lawn and babies, bloody kids crying and people playing with their cars. It's oh, hard. It's yeah. it's unnatural, like, working crazy hours. But, Rhonda, in answer to your question and how to make friends with your neighbours, I mean, I don't know, like I said, these people kind of sound have like assholes. Maybe you could do, Have a party, like, invite them over. Okay, here's one that's less pressure on you where it's like, come to my house. Could you do a street party? Because street party, and not like a big crazy oh, one, but one where you get all party. the neighbours together but like at the closest park or on the street if, you, if you've got a really quiet street and you can maybe, you know, not do it on the road because I'm sure that's a hazard. But, you know, like be like, hey, like I'd really love to get all the, you know, Why people on our the street, street together. Yeah, have a barbecue, have some games for the kids. You know, that way you can kind of meet people. And a lot of the time it's just people, you know those people where it's like, oh, when I met you I thought you were a bitch and then I got to know you and you were really nice. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like you don't yep. know these people. They could be the greatest people in the world but you just haven't had a conversation with them. I like the idea of setting up something where you can invite them around and you can meet all of your neighbours, not just your direct next door neighbours. Maybe you could have a garage sale. No, no, no one does those anymore. No, don't no, garage that. No, and then you can like, set up um, even out the front even and then, nah. you know, as the neighbours coming home, whatever, they're like, what oh, they, what's, what, what's nah. over here? What if they don't want to sell anything that they What's wrong with a garage sale? Oh, I think garage sales are lame. Everyone has shit that they can sell. I have lots of Facebook shit that I can sell. Facebook marketplace. I literally, I listed a coffee machine the other week for free, right? So that's why it was yeah. snapped up so quickly. But still, I put it up for free. I listed it and had the person coming to pick it up within half an hour. I didn't even have to leave my couch. It was great. Oh, that's good. You know what I fucking hate is when you list something for 30 bucks and they're like, I'll take it for four. And you're like, oh, I'll fuck it, whatever. I just want to get it out of the house. I'll 
$4 is fine. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll come tomorrow at 9 a.m. And then tomorrow rolls out at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. 10 a.m., yeah, 11, 12. And you're like, hello, where are you? And they're like, oh, no, I've just, I've been caught up. Sorry, I'll, I'll be and there they never, soon. They're never going to come. One, two, no. I just don't get why people do that. that. Why would you fake buy something? Like, I get the idea. I, I, think don't, get, I don't know. They feel like they're going to, like, miss out on the opportunity. So they're like. Must buy, must accept, I will accept this offer. And then they're like, oh, actually, I don't really want to spend $45 on a kettle. I'm just going to go down to Kmart tomorrow and get my own. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> Rhonda, yeah. I suggest a street party or a little <laughs> have a barbecue. Party. Have a garage sale. Go down to the, yeah, don't have a garage sale. That's lame. That's a terrible idea. Because maybe Rhonda doesn't want to sell anything. Anyway, good luck with it. But, you know, at the end of the day, your neighbours might just be dicks and not worth knowing anyway. <laughs> Okay, we have our final question for episode four. Can you believe we've made it this far? I cannot, actually. It's been a big week this week for me, and I feel like episode four has just topped it off. It was my birthday this week. It was my first week of being unemployed. You know, episode four helped me, Rhonda. Yeah, and you're, like, about to take that big step and now look at you with a podcast. Look at us go. New podcast. This is a cool question. I quite like this one. Okay. I'm 18 from – oh, hi, hi. Sashin Jacks, blah, blah, blah. I'm 18 from the UK, just finishing school and hopefully off to London Uni this September to study biomedical engineering. Yep, good for you. Holy shit. I've just written up a bucket list of things I want to achieve in life, from small things like making a crockenbush or going to a jazz bar to bigger things like living in Germany sometime. I was just wondering if you had any advice on how to actually get round to doing the things on your bucket list. Love, Rhonda. Oh, that's a great question. How cool are bucket lists? I quite like. And do you have a bucket list? I don't have one written down, but I have in my you have head. One in your head. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not very extensive. Like to be honest, at the moment, it's go skydiving. Yep. Live in the bush, like in the country. Uh huh. And own goats. That's it. Own goats. Just have to own goats once. Once in my life. <laughs> I have to have for how goats. long? Do you have a period of time with within which, uh, at the end of that expiration of that period, you can get rid of the goats? Oh no no no! Like own them to keep them. Like uh, my like pets. forever. Yeah, like dogs. Like okay. I go out and get a goat and pet goat. I just oh my god, I love goats. So Would much. you milk it for cheese and milk? You can drink goat's milk. Um, Would you do that? Yeah, I'd give it a go. I quite like goat's cheese actually. Goat's cheese is really yummy. Have you had goat's mm, cheese? Interesting. No. no, you're I not haven't. very. So you're you're so weird with your food because, like, I know you, you know you don't like vegetables, you don't like fruit, but you still eat. Like, you know, like I know you really like um. What's that? What's that um? That vegan or vegetable? Oh, the Beyond Meat Burger. No, 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 no. Oh, it's okay. a curry. Uh, uh, something daughters, daughter-in-law. Is that the daughter-in-law? Place? Yeah, because that's like yeah, great Indian in the city. Is that the one that's vegan? Great butter chicken. No, no. there's a vegan one. And it's another, it's another big Melbourne one. But anyway, because I know your wife, Mrs. Veggie, is a vegetarian. Is she a vegan or a vego? Uh, she was a vegan. She's now a vegetarian. She's now a vego, yeah. Did she find it just way too hard? Uh, I think it was just one of those things. Uh, it, it is difficult, but also it, it's not right for everyone, you know. Health-wise and various stuff, reasons, yeah. health reasons and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so for sure. she got to a point where she was like, I still want to, you know, the reasons that I became a vegan are still there, but for a number of different reasons I need to start incorporating other things. I think the great thing these days as well is you can get really sustainably sourced yeah. things like eggs. You can make sure that they're free range. You can go, you can do research on the places that you're buying your eggs from and go, okay, like how free, because, yes. you know, there are some companies that might push the truth a little bit when it comes to free range and all of that. You know, you can check and you can find out and you can do your research so you can eat eggs and feel okay about eating the eggs. You can get, absolutely. Um, we got this great honey when we were out at the Yarra Valley the other week that was just from this woman oh, who like nice. had it in her backyard and it's the best freaking honey I've ever had in my life. Like you yep. can, you can do, you can, if you're more aware and you care, you can find the ways yeah, absolutely. to eat and animal even products. you know i once upon a time when i was working in film i did a shoot out at the devondale farm and you know wow. to see the way that they treat the animals and stuff it's actually when you actually see the way that things happen i think it gives you a different perspective mm. than what you necessarily read online or see in a doco like obviously obviously bad things happen totally to at, at lots of different levels mm. um, but uh Anyone who's, you know, documentary or an online article or whatever, everyone's selling you a narrative, yeah, right? definitely. And that narrative may be true, it may not be true, mm. but to actually go and see things for yourself, it kind of, I think, you know, 
it gives you the ability to kind of, not that everyone's going to be able to go to the Devondale farm or whatever, but to just <laughs> have been there myself and be hey, like, if okay, you've got actually a problem, this isn't too bad. Go to the Devondale farm and, and get, <laughs> get educated. Um, but, you know, maybe don't buy home brand shit. Maybe buy that's things exactly that, it. that yeah. clearly, yeah. Support Australian anyway. farmers, all that jazz, blah, blah, exactly. blah. Exactly. Um, do you have a bucket list? I don't have one written down like you, mm. but I did. I wanted to travel the world. Initially, I wanted to travel the world in 2020. <laughs> uh, and that didn't quite work out. <laughs> I think that was um, a lot of people's dreams. We were supposed to go to Africa on safari. Yeah, but then I decided I'd do it before I'm 30. And I don't think that's going to work out. Although, I mean, we're moving across the world. So I guess that's kind of. Well, you've seen in America, the same though. Vein. Where, yeah, it's true. Where is there anywhere? Because I'm the same. Like, I wanted to do more travel, particularly before we had kids. Is there anywhere yes. that you haven't been yet that's like on your list? I really wanted to. The reason this sort of sparked off for me is I really want to go to Greenland. Is Why? it Greenland? Yeah, Greenland. Why? I just find it so fascinating. Which one? Okay, because there's Iceland and there's Greenland, and Greenland's actually yep. the one that's really. Icy and cold, right? Icy, yes. Yeah, yeah. Not that I think Iceland is also icy and cold, but Greenland's the worst. The w- Greenland's the one that's closer to the Antarctic or Antarctica, or whatever. The Arctic, the Arctic Circle. I don't know which. Arctic. The Arctic Circle. Arctic's up, Antarctic's down. Antarctic's down, but isn't? Do you I mean, know there right, are no so, penguins in Antarctica? I didn't know that. Are they in the Arctic? Oh wait, no, maybe that was polar bears. Sorry, there's penguins. I think there's penguins in Antarctica. Oh shit! Now I fucked that up. And no, polar bears. There's no polar bears in the Antarctic. They're only in the Arctic. There's penguins oh, in the Antarctic. I, I didn't, I didn't know, know, that. know that either. Anyway, sorry, keep going. Greenland, um, you want to go there? Yeah, because I really want to go to like I'd love to go to the Arctic Circle, but I don't think you're supposed to. I don't think you can go there, right? Surely you can. Surely there's a, there's a TikTok. I think it's just for research, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you can do expeditions to Antarctica now as a tourist. Like, can you? Yeah. Yeah, so you can Shit. you can get on a cruise ship that goes down to Antarctica, and so you're down in. I don't know how much you get off the boat. Like I think it's kind of like a sight, more yeah, of a sight. Yeah, you just stay on things. and you look. But yeah, you can. Obviously, it would be That's in sick. summer in the Antarctic summer. But yeah, you can you can do that now. I'm sure there'd be something where you could go up to the Arctic Circle. Yeah. Why well, though? Anyway, then I. Like why are you just interested in the area like the snow and shit? I don't know. I Just something about it. I was like, God, I'd love to see that. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a round the world trip of it. Spend like six months or twelve months just like traveling. I'd do like you know Australia to Singapore, mm. Singapore to Japan, mm-hmm. like travel up through Japan, and then like take a boat from Japan over to Russia, do the Siberian railway oh, over man. through to Europe, Wild. and then go up through you know uh, Iceland and then Greenland, and then you know take a cruise from Greenland down to Canada, and then like come back around that way. Wow, think it'd be great. You've really pulled that out. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like I really respect people who just drop everything and like make their travel dreams come true but for me like I yeah. couldn't do hostels like I couldn't live oh, like a backpack I just I just couldn't, I could not live like a backpacker for that <sighs> long um I love that Rhonda's already got their bucket list going at 18 right before they're going to start uni um and obviously they're in the UK and oh, those poor people over there have had a really tough oh, time yeah. lately in terms of like achieving things on your bucket list I think you just kind of start small start so if you've got one where it's like go to a jazz bar bloody go to a jazz bar go just to a jazz bar ask a friend Can't to be come that hard. with you yeah like don't do it on your own if you don't want to like grab a friend and be like hey like I want to go to a jazz bar and then go to a jazz bar it's like a to-do list right they always say you know, people with like a freaking, you know, page long to do list look at it and go, oh my God, there's so much to do. And then they don't want to do any of it, right? Yeah. But if you just tick, if you go, oh, I'm just going to tick one thing, I've just got to get one thing off that list. Once you start, I feel like you just get the bug. You just snowball. You get and the you know, bucket you can list put- bug and you just want to keep bloody going and you won't want <laughs> to stop. Bucket list bug. You can put lots of plans into pl- The thing is, at 18, clearly, clearly there's going to be lots of things you want to do. Yeah. But um, don't put too much pressure on it. It's a bucket list. It's things to do before you die yeah, and you've got at least another, let's say, 60 years um, before that happens. So, you know, what I'd say is just live your life, have fun, have things on your list. Don't put too much pressure on it and just, I don't know, see how you go. I just wonder if I should have a more detailed bucket list. Like should there be more? Like there's lots of things that I just kind of want to gen- generally do, I guess. Like travel. I feel like, like own, own goats is like. That's a good bucket list. Is that list, really a bucket list yep. thing? yep. Because okay. I can't just own a goat right now. Like it's not something I can just do, but I'm, I've made it a point. I've made it a goal of my entire life, my entire time here on this earth, to bloody go out and own goats. Speaking of <laughs> goats, and this is 
Yes. I didn't make oh, this up. Here we up. go. What is this? This Rhonda also has two goats, right? Oh, They what? said also, much like the dog naming one, which we did a couple of weeks ago, a couple of eps back, I have a couple of goats that don't have names. We just call them the goats. I was wondering if you had any bright <laughs> ideas. They also love the show. Oh, my God, I cried when I first read this. <gasps> I often sit with them and listen to it while they have their oh, food. Oh, that's beautiful. I, there are goats that know my voice. Like, that just makes me so happy. I just <laughs> Hello, love, goats. I love goats. Hello, Hello goats. Hello, little goatee. Are you going to I love I it. have this image goats. in my head of a goat with headphones on oh, and yeah. that's kind of cool. And they were just, like, sitting in this, like, they sent a photo as well of, like, this really lovely little pasture and they're just sitting there eating their food. I'm like, that is just so freaking gorgeous. <laughs> and I, maybe you and Rhonda could, like, do a life swap for a bit and then you could both tick things off your bucket list. Rhonda, if you want to come to Melbourne and live with a 13-year-old dog and a 30-something-year-old man and that's part of your bucket list, hit me on up because you can hit come here up. and I'm going to go and live with your goats. Um, goat names. I mean, my first thought was you've got to call them Sash and Jacks, and then I'm like, mm, that's way too oh, self-indulgent. that is so lame. I know, but you know. I, I, for some reason, the name Jerry has come to my head. Jerry's good. Goat. Jerry's good. Jerry the goat. I like Jerry. that. Jerry. I'm going to go with, and I want to pick a gender neutral name because I don't know what, um, what gender they are. I don't know what's oh, between yeah, their little fuzzy legs. Um, I'm going to go with Rupert. Oh, that's not gender Rupert. neutral. Oh, Rupert. It could be. Uh, you know what? Who cares? You can name them whatever the hell you want. Rupert and Jerry. I like that. Rupert and Jerry. Jerry is definitely gender neutral. So as long as it's not like two, you know, girl goats, then you're good. One can be Jerry. One can be yeah. Rupert. Nice. Um, it's funny, actually. Both of the both of those people, Jerry and Rupert, are on the latest season of Survivor that I'm watching. Oh, oh hey, Survivor! <gasps> it's casting. The applications are I know, open, so I know, I know, I know, get on it. I am. I'm going to do it. I'm actually going to do it this year because, um, you know, we've talked a lot about COVID teaching us kind of that life's too short. You can make life's plans. Life's too short. You don't know what's going to happen. There's things more important than holding down a job all the time. So I've decided because every I've, I have. And this is on your bucket list. <clears throat> I know this. This is also on my bucket list, actually. You're right. And I have filled out the application form before. And then when it gets to the point where they're like, make a video and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, what if I, what if I did get picked? And what if I lost my job or whatever? And now I'm just like, you know what? If that's what happens, I could still go out and live one of my dreams, which is to be on Survivor. So I'm going to exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. If, if, if you go on Survivor and they say, what's your job? Are you going to say newsreader or are you going to say podcast host? Help me, Rhonda. Because <laughs> I reckon that's going to get us like. That few, would get us a lot listeners. of followers. No, but that's the thing. People might Google me. You know, if they saw me on the show, they'd be like, oh, yeah, what's this chick doing? Or they'd go to my Instagram. That's the thing with reality TV these days. And, you know, pop culture in general, like the people that you're watching, you can just go on and look at their Instagram and you learn so much more about them. I actually kind of hate it because I feel like it ruins the magic a little bit of like seeing a character or a person on TV and feeling a certain way about them and then you go onto the social media and you're like, oh, you're annoying or, oh, you, um, I don't know, what's something really bad? I don't know, you, you're basic <laughs> and you go to Bali all the time. Like, yeah, but you know what? I think it's good because it actually, I think it's slowly teaching us, slowly deprogramming us to idolise celebrities in a way that we think that they're like perfect or, perfect yeah, or right. you know, the, the, the personality that they put out on TV or in a movie or whatever yeah, is yeah. not them, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. And I think that's good. That's a good thing for society, even though obviously social media has lots of terrible things it's done for society. <laughs> I think that is one of the kind of good things. It's a very complicated thing, I feel. Social media definitely has great things about it and it society has... Society has a complicated relationship with social society media. Society is just complicated in general, I feel. Have but you yeah. seen actually... Mm. What's that What's that doco? Um, oh, um... Uh, on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. It came out like... Yeah. Oh, what's it called? The one about Facebook. Wasn't it an uncomfortable yeah. truth or something like that? Or like... No, you're thinking of um, An Inconvenient <laughs> Truth. That's Al Gore. Al Gore That's completely different. <laughs> um, Have you seen the South Park episodes with Al Gore? I'm oh, super, yeah. like, super like ethereal. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I love them. Anyway, but when people see me on Survivor, they'll be able to search me and then they'll be like, in my bio oh, now, it help says me help podcast. me Ronda. Yeah, so oh, we mine might does get, too, actually. We might get lots of followers. Not lots of Actually, new speaking Rondas. of Instagram, yeah. I um a couple of weeks ago I said I couldn't yet reveal what my new Instagram is, you but now I can. Now. Yep, go it's, because um, we are about to wrap up and that way you can tell people where to send you messages. Yes, okay, so hang on, let me play the song. <laughs> That's it. 
for week four. Thank you for staying around this long. Thank you for continuing to podcast us. Please, if you wouldn't mind, leave us a review and leave us uh, uh, hit five stars or whatever. Yep. Yeah, rating, rating, that's what it's called. Yep, rate us. Um, or subscribe, follow us if you like it. Yep. I mean, if you don't, then... Then don't. Why are you still listening yeah, at this why? point? Yeah, like we're how long in? 45 minutes in? Time to time like, to go. Yeah, time to... Do just, you reckon anyway, people, ever, people um, are hate listening? You know, do you ever do that where you hate watch something because you hate the people involved and you're like... Oh, I hope you'll hate listening to this. That would be great. Yeah. If you hate us and you're listening, great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for Thanks. hating us so much that you're giving us Thanks a listen. Thanks for hating us. <laughs> Maybe message us and say, I hate you. No, I don't. don't. I know. I don't want any. No, you're not welcome to message this platform unless okay. you are a happy, nice person. Um, anyway, so my new Instagram is at Made for America. You can America. follow my American travels on that. Um, actually, that's starting in about a week, just over a week. Oh my God, that's so it, exciting. This episode comes out on Saturday. Yep. Uh, the next Monday, actually, there'll be an episode before I go, but the next Monday is um, when you fly out. That's oh, so exciting. Oh, God. Made at Made for America on Instagram if you want to follow Jax's American yes. travels and his other things that he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on Instagram and you don't already, it is at Help Me Rhonda Podcast. It's the yes. same on Facebook. And that is where, dear listener, dear Rhonda, you can send us uh, a message your with your question um, because this podcast doesn't exist without you, our beautiful Rondas who get in touch. Send questions. Yeah, so let us if there's and something Even if you've sent with. a question before, if you've got something else happening. Oh, yeah, send away. Send that as well. Absolutely. We, and it, we'll take it all. Even if you don't want to send us a question, you just want to send us a message, you can message you can us there. You can do that too, absolutely. Don't know what you'd say but. Hello, how are you? I hope you're having a Oh, uh, nice I don't day. want to get into a conversation. Oh, I'll get into a conversation with you, Rhonda. Okay. If you get nice replied person. to, it's probably Sasha, just saying. Oh, we both kind of take turns. I, like, realised the other day, I was like, oh, shit, I should probably jump on and check our messages. We're definitely going to get better at that, I feel. I think because we're doing yeah. everything, you know, we don't have it. We've got lovely Franco who is helping us out with, um, like, some video and digital stuff and all our photos, um, but we don't have anyone doing anything else. So I think sometimes you just – and we have other – well, aha, you don't have a full-time job anymore. I don't have a job anymore. It's so crazy. So it's I expect so you – okay, no, Jax is going to reply to every – he's going to jump on okay, after that's, this that's and my reply job. to every single message. Um, because and then when he gets to America and he's looking for a job, you have to keep doing it because I'm working, bro. I've got shit to do. I know, I know. I don't have I don't have a job. Oh god, I feel so weird. I was like, oh, I don't have any more pays left. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'll pay for. I can't pay for. No, that. you should have one more pay, shouldn't you? Oh, I don't know. Oh my god, that is so terrifying. You'll be right. We believe in you. All the Rondas oh, and I hopefully. believe in you. You will do. If you're listening to this and you can give me a job, yeah. If <laughs> hit you're in me LA. up at Made for America. Is LA the city, right? Los Angeles is the city. So you're moving yeah. to California, the state. Los Angeles, the city. Yes. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. 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 Los Angeles is also a county. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're big so actually, counties I'll, there. Technically, I'll be moving to Los Angeles County. I probably won't be in the in actual the city. city of LA sure. because that's like expensive. You know, have you seen the Cecil Hotel? Like that's the city of LA. No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, don't watch Another that. movie reference. Sorry about all it's, the movie yeah, references. Sorry. Um, thank you for listening, Rondas. We love you so much. Um, we really, really appreciate all the support. We will be doing an Insta Live again soon, so stay tuned yes, for that keep one. keep your eyes peeled. Absolutely. I don't know what that means. And neither do I. Maybe it means just opening your eyelids because, like, if you think about, like, eyelids, they're kind of, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you open. I don't know if I'd call that peeling. Well, huh? that's the closest thing eyes. I could think of. Anyway, keep your okay. eyes open, peeled. Whatever. We will have details about that soon. Thank you so much Coming for listening. Soon. We Thanks love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Hey, I'm Peter Weber. And I'm Dustin Kendrick. Once upon a time, we both filled out applications to find love on national television. But we had no idea where that journey would take us. Now we are living together in New York City. What better way to share our experiences than starting a podcast? Bachelors in the City is a show about, well, us, two bachelors living in the city. We'll talk about why we love the city so much, our experiences day to day as they come. And of course, you know, we have to talk a little bit about love. 
and we'll talk to the finest people New York has to offer. New episodes every Wednesday, and you can subscribe right now wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. A-Cash recommends. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.